You know that God does nothing except he first speaks it. The worlds that we see, the city you're sitting on, the building, it were formed by the words of God. A new world is about to be formed today by the speaking of the word of God and it's a beautiful world. I said it's a beautiful world. It's a world of laughter. Not the world of anguish. Glory to God. I want you to remain standing. Um, I'm going to dispense with the hymn. Thank you, Grace Coral. I'm going to take my reading this morning. This is very serious from the book of the Psalms 71, Psalm 71, verses 9, 19 to 22a. I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation of the Bible, Psalm 71, verses 19 to 22a, the New Living Translation. As you pay attention this morning, I'm going to ask that no movements be allowed because we're reading the script and the read of life. And here begins the reading of God's word. It says, your righteousness, O God, reaches to the highest heavens. You have done such wonderful things. Who can compare with you, our God? You have allowed me to suffer some hardship, but you will restore me to life again. Amen. I thought I was going to hear a resounding amen. Amen. From the beginning of 2020, you have allowed me to suffer some hardship, but you will restore me to life again and lift me up from the depths of the earth. You will restore me to even greater honor and comfort me once again. Then, which is going to happen very soon, then I will praise you with music on the harp because you are faithful to your promises, oh my God. Someone say, oh my God. What a wonderful God you are. Father, I celebrate you this morning for the word of God that you will restore us to life again. You will restore us to greater honor in spite of all that has happened. And if anybody said it, I would say maybe you can do it. But unto God, to whom nothing shall be impossible. Once he speaks a word and the power is released to bring it to pass. And so shall it be to the glory of God in Jesus name. Amen. And so this morning I want to announce to church that I have entitled this word of God to you and myself. Restoration cometh. Hey, I said restoration cometh. Help me look at somebody say restoration cometh for me. Okay, have mercy on that message. Restoration coming for you too. The word says, your righteousness, O God, reaches to the highest heavens. You have done such wonderful things in the past. That's why we know you are God. Who can compare with you, O God? The one that makes everything out of nothing. He uses the small things to do amazing things. Uh, he doesn't call the qualified. He takes the disqualified and makes them qualified to do amazing things. Who can compare with you, our God? You have allowed me. Let me speak for myself. You have allowed me to suffer. Yes, I have suffered this year. Some losses. I have suffered something. You have made me suffer some hardship. Let us not tell a lie. I have been through a lot. But you will restore me to life again and lift me up from the depths of the earth. Verse 21 says you will restore me to even greater honor. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise.
second part. The second part says that, and you will comfort me once again. Some people are here, it has been rough and tumble. God will comfort you again. Yeah. I like what the psalmist says. It is when this happens, then I will praise you with the music. I will declare that you are faithful to your promises because restoration cometh. Glory be to God. Can you bring up my slide? I want to pray, I want to pray. Bring up my slide. I purposely chose this slide you can see the house that has been through some hardship. And you can see the house when it is restored. You can tell it's the same house. But the difference is clear. Let me release a blessing to you. Before the end of the year, the word of the Lord will find expression. By, by fire, by thunder. The word of the Lord will find expression. The difference will be clear in our lives to the glory of God. Whether anybody believes it or not, so shall it be in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. I want you to look up on the screen. Psalm 71 verse 20a and 22a says, You have allowed me to suffer much hardship. The word is allowed. It is not our destiny. You have allowed me to suffer much hardship for a time. But you will restore me. You will restore me to even greater honor. Where is your amen? Father, we thank you for your word. Ah, the one that cannot be challenged. The one who is one with his word. The one that exalted his word even far above his name. And watches over his word to perform it. Oluwayanu. Obayanu. Ah, eshe yanu layewa. Gbogbo ogo, gbogbo ola taye tigba lowa. Ah, Oluwa, egbe won pada fun wa. Egbe won wo wa. Let your name be glorified. Where are the saints? Let your name be glorified. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed. Somebody put those hands together. I said, put those hands together and bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Restoration cometh. Do like this. Restoration cometh. It means rain blessing upon my life. <laughs> Only last Sunday we're looking at the prayer, restore our fortunes, Lord, as the streams renew the desert. We found that a desert is only so until streams are introduced. God is getting ready to introduce some things into our lives. So what was barren before become luscious. Ah, glory to God. You know, when I, when I laugh like this, it's because I know something. When I act like this, it is not excitement because I see something you cannot see. But when the time comes, you will tap me and say, now I know why you are laughing. You will not miss it in Jesus' name. Those of you watching, watching live, listening live, you will not miss it too in Jesus' name. Now let me read Psalm 23. You know Psalm 23? Verse 3a from the Amplified Classic version of the Bible. Psalm 23 verses 3, verse 3a of the Amplified Classic says, God refreshes and restores my life. Why would the psalmist say he restores? 
Had it not been that something like a COVID has happened, even nations have lost. Companies bigger than your village and your probably your state have died. So let nobody come and posture here and say nothing happened to me. Except your cells are dead and you can't feel. <laughs> Something happened to everybody. It says, God refreshes and restores my life. And it goes on to say, and myself. It restores my life, one, and myself. What is the difference between my life and myself? My life is the things that surround me. Myself is that which is in my heart. The Lord will restore everything around and restore what is in our hearts. What kind of amen is that? The psalmist saw something and he wants you to know this is the season. He says God is talking about rest, restoring. He says when it happens, he re refreshes. Someone say fresh. Do you know the people they call flesh? Do you know the people they call fresh? Somebody that is enjoying life. Who wants to enjoy life here? May people call you fresh in Jesus' name. <laughs> hey, what is the opposite of fresh? Eh? Oh, stale. May people not call us stale in Jesus' name. He refreshes and restores my life and myself. Self talks about self-worth. Self talks about self-esteem. A lot of people are wearing makeup. To try and make up for what they don't have in their self-esteem. Makeup cannot make up for what you lack. It can only fool some people for some time. Until they see you without your makeup. But when God remakes you, it is not a veneer. It is from inside out. So that whether you are sleeping or awake, you look the same way. May the Lord restore and refresh our lives in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me read the same Psalm 71 to you, verses 19 to 21 from the Living Bible. Psalm 71, 19 to 21, the Living Bible says, Your power and goodness, Lord, reach to the highest heaven. You have done such wonderful things. That's the reference point. Where is there another God like you? It doesn't exist. Verse 20 says, You have let me sing down deep in desperate problems. This year, nothing happens without God's permission. If it happened, God didn't cause it, but he allowed it. He says, you have let me. It is not supposed to be permanent. Anything that the time has passed cannot remain in our lives in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You have let me sink down deep in desperate problems, but you will bring me back to life again, up from the depths of the earth. Can I hear you say amen? amen. That is what the scriptures translated in the New Living Translation when it says, you have allowed me to suffer much hardship, but you will restore me to life again and lift me up from the depths of the earth. And so... The Living Bible in verse 21 concludes by saying, you will give me greater honor than before. That's the problem with you. The Living Bible says you give me greater honor. This one says greater honor than before. I said than before. 
Therefore, whatever was sweet, whatever was good, is going to be eclipsed by what God is going to do the end of this year in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, that, that amen is not the kind of amen you say to Jehovah. Maybe if it, there's another God in your village, you can say that kind of amen. When God says, I will restore you to greater honor than before, you know the best point in your life. You know when people were talking about you. You know when things were going. You know when your bank account was fine. God is saying, I will restore you greater than before. Can you say amen? I said, say amen. What are you afraid of? In fact, say amen and amen and amen and amen. Ah. Madam, let me tell you something. If the reference point that people are talking about is in the past in your life, that means you are now waiting to be buried. The re- when they say, ah, which means in your past. Ah, if you see the kind of car that he used to drive, hey, that is not a compliment. Now, if that has been the case, the word of the Lord comes and says, you will give me greater honor than before. That is not the kind of amen you say sitting down. (laughs) Oh, you don't understand me. I have four children. The older ones are out of school. They've done pretty well. You know the story. But if the reference point continues to be the one that grown up and left home, what about the ones that are remaining? Don't you know the path of the just should be like the shining light? That shine, come on now, brighter and brighter. When I read that prayer again, if you don't say the right kind of amen, your family should pack out and leave you because you are not a good person. It means that the reference point for your family will remain in the past. You are not investing your amen so that things get better and better. I'm going to read it. I trust you will do the right thing. You will give me greater honor than before and turn again and comfort me. Can I hear? So anybody that's going around say they know you, they know how far you can go in life, God is going to surprise them. Good measure, press down, shake it together and run it over in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the word of the Lord. For you and for me. I make bold to declare it because it's not my word. It is his word. And when it comes to pass, you will pinch yourself and say, ah, it is true. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we're like them that dream. Somebody give the Lord a shout. The psalmist says, then I will praise you with song and dance. Shatalaba. Hey. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Bring up my slide. My slide says you have allowed me to suffer. And the people that saw me suffering, they imagined that that is how it will remain. Surprise, surprise. I said surprise, surprise. You allowed me to suffer much hardship at the beginning of this year, but you will restore me. You will restore me to even greater honor than before. Hallelujah. You may be seated.
And this must have been what happened in the days of Job. People did not know how God works. He allowed Job to suffer much hardship. But he was going to restore him and he was going to restore him to even greater honor than before. Let me prove the point to you in Job 42 verse 10, the New Living Translation. The Bible says when Job prayed for his friend, the Lord restored his fortunes. In fact, the Lord gave him twice as much as before. His friends, they were jealous about his level before. They were in for a nasty surprise. Because when they saw that what he had was gone, they thought they were not equals. And they thought that it was going to be like that. And they began to deal with him like that. They didn't know that the Lord only allowed him to suffer hardship for a season. Because the Lord was going to restore it. The Bible says, God doubled his fortunes. Someone says, surprise, surprise. surprise. You know, the problem with a lot of us is we have, we have reduced God. We think God can only do what your boss can do. You, you, you have reduced God to think God needs money to bless you. Let me tell you. If God wants to bless you with what money can buy, money, God can bless you with what money can buy without money. You know, some people say, I want a house, I don't want a car. So you think you're looking for money. Not with God. I remember once we were believing God for a child. I'm talking about pregnancy, pregnancy. God said, is it pregnancy, uh, ovulation, ovulation, ovulation? Is it ovulation you want of our child? So without ovulation, the child suffers. Doctor, explain that. Somebody give the Lord some praise. God is set to reintroduce himself. Because we have allowed our idea of God to be diminished. But no, no matter how you see God, God never changes. I said God never changes. Can I get a witness? God cannot change. Your view of God cannot reduce God. God is set to teach you a lesson by giving you surprise, surprise. Help me look at somebody and say surprise, surprise. Woo, hallelujah. When Job prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortune. In the most inexplicable way. Explain it. How? Job recovered. Job became bigger. Check it out. So when you saw me suffering some hardship, you thought that that is how it's going to be to the end. Oh, she. They got it wrong. The way his former friends came back to him, some people are going to come to apologize to you. Some people that were not taking your calls anymore, they will start calling you. Amen. You will have the choice whether you want to repay evil for evil. <laughs> but I know you won't do that. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. You know, can I tell you something? When I say God is calling us deeper, I think I'm done with preaching. I'm done with preaching. I will come here and declare the word of the Lord. If you like, take it. If you like, don't take it. When it comes to pass, everybody will know their level. You see, all this one of trying to persuade people, God does not need me to persuade you. He's already God. Job was trying to tell his friends that don't talk to me like that. Don't judge me by my situation. It is true my house fell. It is true all my children died. But God is still God. His wife came along and said, ah, your situation is so bad. You've been through too much. Cost God and I said, ah, oh, God, 
You are not okay. You speak like those foolish women. Shall we accept good times from God and not accept some difficult times? Because seasons come, seasons go. <laughs> Their job knew that if I live long enough, another season is going to come. The friends came back. They brought gifts. They brought gold. You know what that means? We're so sorry. We'll do anything to be your friend. Someone say surprise, surprise. Are you there? I'm sorry that you went through some hardship. I'm sorry that we went through a lot of things. And this is why I want to speak to people, particularly those that are in diaspora and not in church. And so, so much has happened that we have renegotiated our relationship with God. We have, we have, we have, we have redefined who God is and how we want to relate with him. That was what Job's friends did. They had to be sorry. Because God is going to show up again. And for those of us that keep on keeping on with God, we are the candidates and the vessels God is going to use to show up. Because God cannot be seen. You know what God does? He shows himself through some people's lives. Who are those people? May God demonstrate. There's something called the signature of God. When they say God, God will use somebody to sign. They say, Babel. Now so it be. So shall it be with you and I. I, I said, so shall it be with you and I. Without fail, without fail in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This instruction remains the same, child of God. I told you, I came up here, I said, God is calling us deeper. A lot of people are going shallower and it's very popular. Shallower means I'm going to deal with God how I like, how I feel. I'm not, no, I'm not going to deal with God the way he says I should deal with him. I'm going to take what I want about God and the one I don't want. Not God cannot do me anything. That's shallow. But it is in the middle of this that Job went deeper with God. He was in the middle of this. We're going to have a series I call Deeper and Deeper in Christ. He was in the middle of hell in Babylon. That Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were slaughtering people who were worshipping Jehovah. And they said that they opened their window and worshipped and they arrested them. They said they would kill them. And the king came and said, you know what? If you repent now, I'll let you go. And they heated the fiery furnace seven times hotter. And they gave them a chance to escape. And they looked at him and said, king, you don't understand me. Me, I'm already dead. I gave my life to Christ. I died at the altar. So it is no longer I that live. So I can't give you what I don't have. He said, king, let it be known. We will not go shallower. Because of suffering. Come on now. We will not go shallower. We will go deeper. I said, we don't care to answer you. Our God is able to save us. And even if we will not, we will not bow to any nonsense. We will not bow to lower standards. We will not do the things what people are doing. We will not reduce God. It does not matter what happens. And they took them and put them in the fiery furnace. That's why I said to you that if God is going to deliver you from fire, he will not call, he will not call the fire brigade. You got to. If God is going to deliver you from fire, he will not call the fire brigade. He's not your governor. He's your governor that needs shut up, neighbor. They push them in. The Bible says the men 
The valiant men that took them in, the fire before they got close to it consumed them. The escorts were consumed. They were, they, that means they walked into the fire by themselves. And they, when they got there, they were standing. The fire was burning. Stop talking about God the way you talk about God. It offends me. I am not one of those speakers. Stop relating with God the way you're relating. It offends me. They got into the fire. The fire was burning. The king was, everyone was looking, but they were not consumed. You see, when you talk about God as if God needs fire brigade, you're not talking about my God. The God of Grace Assembly is Jehovah. The one that rules above all things. He's the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. The author and the finisher. Kingdoms come, kingdoms go. Kings reign and kings die. He never changes. Just because you're going through something, don't redefine my God. Keep that to yourself. They stood in the fire. The fire could not continue. The Bible says, the king now said, the heathen king says, wait a minute, we put three men. He has forgotten about his army generals. He had forgotten about them. That took them there. He said, we put three men. What about your boys? Why are you not counting your boys? The people you are seeing today that are pregnant, you will not see them tomorrow. You will not, I'm telling you, you will not see them tomorrow. As the Lord lives before whom I stand, you will not see them tomorrow. He said, we put three men. Who is the fourth man? He says, the appearance of a fourth man is the appearance of the Son of God. Who told him? He was an unbeliever. Somebody is going to show up for you. Amen. I said, somebody is going to show up for you. Amen. Pastor Omi, Pastor Ocala, you are my witnesses. Once, some time ago, we had a tyrant who held the whole of Nigeria by the jugular. He was the president and commander-in-chief of the armed forces. I won't mention his name. And everybody felt nobody could defeat him. And good people started to join him because they felt if you don't, you can't, you can't win, you can't beat them, join them. I came to church one evening and I said, I'm tired of this thing. That you will not know how, but God will remove this man. No bullet will be fired. No coup will happen. And I said in Jesus' name, I was alone. Nobody said him. I remember I left church in a, angry that day. I got in my car, I drove off. Two, a day or two days later, all of you were avoiding me. They had heard. I hadn't heard. I was just saying, why are they avoiding me? Because the unspeakable, the unbelievable had happened. The man was removed by God. Till today, we don't know why. We don't know how. Is it true or not? Yeah. I serve you notice. I serve you notice again. Those that you see that used to frighten you. Those that the wicked men have said escort you into poverty. Escort you into the fire. Escort you to shame. Like as the Lord lives before whom I stand. You will see them no more in the name of Jesus. They, nobody will fire a shot. Nobody will commit a coup. God will take them out. And somebody will appear for you. Amen. And somebody will appear with you. Amen. His appearance will be like the appearance of the Son of God. Amen. And it will cause you to laugh. Amen. 
And your laugh will be from the belly. And those that laughed at you will laugh with you. If you believe that, shout hallelujah. Job sat by the roadside. Baby, if you see me sitting by the roadside, don't imagine that's the end. He was scraping his wounds. He says, you have allowed me to suffer hardship for a time. But you will restore me. And you will, you will restore my fortunes better than before. Yeah. So shall it be. Yeah. Anybody that's lost somebody, I said, so shall it be. Yeah. But let me close with the instructions. When God speaks, he talks about his own part. But he expects you to do your part. One of the parts we have done this morning is this communion. And those of you serving God, those of you that are struggling, the Bible says he that goes sowing with tears, hey, not sowing with ease, sowing with what? Tears shall doubtless come back with the sheaves with an armload of blessing. Amen. The instruction remains the same, Galatians 6 verse 9, the living Bible. It says, let us not get tired. Learn from Job. Learn from Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. Listen, there were many Jewish princes in Babylon at that time. A lot of them had succumbed. A lot of them had gone into the shallow things. With They had moved away from the things of God. They had become lukewarm because of what they went through. But three, plus Daniel making four, they said never ever. God showed up for them. Let us not get tired of doing what is right. Not what is right in your own estimation. What is right in the sight of God. What is right about the church? What is right in the nation? As much as you serve God and obey God, you must obey the government. Because that's the word of God. Children must obey their parents. Because all authorities that be, they're of God. Let us not get tired. The word tired means that you may be saying that I have been obeying, but what has come out of it? That's not a reason for you to change the rules. You didn't make the rules in the first place. Let's not get tired of doing what is right. Don't we all know what is right? Have you not seen that a lot of people are not doing what is right? What is right is equal to wrong. Anything you're not doing that is not right is wrong. Let us not get tired of doing what is right. After, for after a while, we will reap what? A harvest of blessing if we don't get discouraged and give up. I want to close with a prophecy. Job 8 verse 21. The Amplified Classic. Job 8 verse 21. He will yet. Someone say yet. Oh, why didn't the Bible say he will fill your mouth? Grammatically when you insert the word yet. It changes the picture completely. Because he will make you suffer hardship. That's why he said he will. In spite of the hardship. In spite of how long he will yet fill your mouth with laughter. Where is that right kind of amen? And he will yet fill your lips with joyful shouting. Let me hear your rehearsal for your joyful shouting. If somebody comes along and say, ah, you still they serve God. Oh, you still they go to church. Oh, you still they do the right thing. You go take there and say, he will. Come on now, he will. Yeah. 
That's the answer you should give them. Because there are lots of voices telling children today, you don't need to respect your parents. You don't need to obey your parents. Because that is what is popular. What is popular, it doesn't matter how many are doing it, can never be right in the sight of God. You cannot change God by demography. You cannot change God by voting. It will never happen. He will yet. I want someone to come and stand there. Who knows? Who am I? Who is the person that is hearing me? Come and stand there. I want to pronounce a blessing. He will yet. If you are going through something, you, he will yet. The banks have sent you a letter and they said they are going to foreclose on your mortgage. He will yet. Matter. Hey. The doctor has said there's no way he will yet fill your mouth with laughter. The situation looks bad. People in your family that have been through it, they went under. He will yet fill your mouth with laughter. My father, my father, I have spoken your word against the trend of the world. You never follow the trend of the world. You sit Gidigba on your throne. Father, let there be a performance of your word. Concerning these ones, let them become your evangelists. At this time that nobody is preaching to people anymore about the greatness of God. At this time that people are not talking about the mighty and the majesty of God. They are talking to the emotions of people. Father, use these ones to be the live evangelists of the goodness of God, let there be a performance of the word that this one, your mouth will yet be filled with laughter and with joyful shouting in the name of Jesus. Give me the message Bible, verses 21 and 22. I'm going to pronounce one more. And by extension, those of you, I can't see you. But if you're watching live, I want you to put an emoji of a hand lifted up so that this, my prophetic declaration, will be your portion as well in the name of the Lord Jesus. Just throw an emoji of a hand lifted up saying that you tap into this declaration and there will be a performance in the name of the Lord Jesus. The Message Bible, Job 8, 21 to 22 says, God will let you laugh again. It means the things that did not allow you to laugh. The situations that if you laugh, some people say, Kilong Pileri, you are laughing. Your situation is bad. Bible says, God will let you laugh again. Yeah. It means that God will first stamp those things away that will cause you sorrow so that he can let you laugh again. God will do it in the name of Jesus. Yeah. It says, you will raise the roof with shouts of joy. <laughs> It means you will shout so much, the roof will be shaking. <laughs> it says, with your enemies, poverty, sickness, eh? no job, unhappy marriage, childlessness, so that will your enemies will be thoroughly what? Discredited. Your enemies will be thoroughly what? I didn't say discredited. Thoroughly discredited. Somebody shout amen. Yeah. And their house of cards, you know what that means? They have arranged how your life will be. They have spoken what will happen to your situation. They feel they have the right 
because they are ahead of you, because they have some situation under control, because they have some authority, they have said this is how it's going to be. They have built a house. And Jehovah comes out, it's not a house of water, it's a house of cat. He said the house of cat they built concerning your situation will collapse. Yeah. I said they will collapse. Yeah. I said they will collapse. Yeah. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Psalm 71 verse 21, my last declaration. The New King James Version of the Bible, Psalm 71 verse 21. It says, read that with me. You shall increase my greatness and comfort me. No, on one side. On one side. On two sides. In only your home. Let's read again. You shall Increase my greatness and comfort me on every side. And so by the power of agreement and prayer, it is established in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. Somebody shout hallelujah. You're blessed. You may go back to your seat. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for today. We give glory and praise to your name. Because restoration cometh. Restoration cometh. Whether the doctors agree or not, whether the bankers agree or not, restoration cometh. And the name of the Lord will be glorified. Blessed be our King. In Jesus' name we pray. Who is glad? that you made it to church today. And to those watching us live, I'd like you to share this video that you're watching so that somebody else may partake of the restoration. As a matter of fact, nations need restoration, not just persons. We give God the praise. Hallelujah.